0: Hi everyone, welcome to our first podcast on academic misconduct and offences. I'm Yasmeen, I'm your Vice President of Education and as I promised in these podcasts we will be taking one issue by an anonymous student and we'll be talking about it and understanding it from a different perspective, learning how can we cope uh, with these academic issues that we face every day as students. So today's topic is about expulsion and options after expulsion. So the statement that we had from one of the students was I have been expelled from my university on grounds of academic misconduct and on the basis of a second case of collusion. What are my options now? I know it sounds very complicated. There are some words that we probably might not understand as simple everyday students. However, to help us out with this type of inquiry, we have a special guest today on this podcast and who is a very big specialist on these issues. So he's going to be telling us more about how to explore the options after expulsion. I would like to welcome Adrian from our Aston Students' Union team, advice team, who is here to join us and help us understand the situation.
1: Hi, Yasmin. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you for joining us today, Adrian. So today's topic is about expulsion, as you already heard. Very serious. Um, yes, very serious topic. And I would just like to ask you, how are you feeling about talking about this topic? Is this something you get quite often you have to speak about?
1: fortunately not quite often. Um, I think, you know, I'd be worried if lots of students were coming to me uh, saying they have been an expel, but it is something that does happen
0: um,
1: and it's not, um, uncommon uh, to happen
0: yeah Thank you Adrian let's just get straight into it because it's a very short podcast and Adrian is very busy and he doesn't have enough time he has limited time so let's get on it So the first question I have from this statement is about academic misconduct lots of people must be thinking ooh big word academic misconduct what does it actually mean what is it
1: uh, I think misconduct in the most basic uh, definition is where, a student, or well, any action or attempt by a student or group of students to gain an unfair
0: advantage in an assessment. Amazing. I think that's a very clear definition for students to understand. So there are different types of misconduct, is what I got from your statement, and the main misconduct that we're talking about in this podcast is collusion. Do you want to tell our listeners a bit more about what collusion is?
1: Uh, yeah, it's more or less where two or more people work together without permission. Uh, To produce uh, either a piece of work um, to submit or uh, work together uh, in an assessment, um, which again may give an
0: unfair advantage um, over others. That's amazing. I've also heard there's two types of collusions. Would you want to explain and elaborate more on that?
1: Yes, uh, probably what I should first start off by clarifying is that um, collusion can also be where one student helps another student. Um, to get an unfair advantage. So if that student shares their work with another student, um, or if they actually help them to complete their assessment when that assessment should be done by themselves, um, you know, that is also collusion. But also I think what you're referring to is where collusion can happen intentionally or unintentionally. Yes. So basically on purpose or because you didn't know
0: yes that's what my main question is because i think lots of times students want to try and help out their friends but at the end of the day they don't realize that they're going to get in huge trouble for this which is why we're here raising awareness on this topic and you've very nicely explained what collusion is let's talk about expulsion First, when I asked you the question that do you have lots of these cases coming in, you mentioned not many, which is a good thing because we don't want our students to be getting expelled from university. However, let's talk about how normal this issue can be. Because sometimes when students get face this issue and they get expelled, they might feel sh- shame, they might feel guilt. How do you, what advice do you give to them when they first come to you and they mention, Adrian, I've been expelled from university.
1: Uh, I I would say you summed it up very well, uh, Yasmin. It doesn't happen very often, but what we do find is um, students do come to us very worried, so they don't necessarily initially tell us what's happened, um, because like you said, maybe feeling uh, guilt, shame, things like this. So the first thing to just reassure um, the, the person who rolls in is that they won't be the only person who's been expelled uh, people have been expelled before in the past and unfortunately will be expelled in the future. It's um, a relatively small amount usually but the first thing I would do is encourage them to uh, seek advice usually from the Students' Union Advice Service just on the basis that um, you know it's non-judgmental um, and we can obviously give advice on it. Now expulsion, the best way to explain it is it's the most severe penalty that the university can give for an offence or a second offence. Um, and uh, it's normally final. So it means that you know, the person is no longer allowed to be a student at uh, Aston University. Uh, it's worth pointing out that you know, the advice service can give advice on whether that decision can be appealed. But in the event, if we assume in this case that um, the student accepts what had happened and they you know, um, accept the penalty, um, then it's really about trying to discuss with the students um, what their desired outcome moving forward is. If it's to continue um, in education, then there is the possibility that they can still apply to other universities um, either to start a new degree or to potentially continue the degree um, where from which they've been expelled from uh, at the stage that they last completed. So a quick example would be, um, if you like spelled in your second year, but you passed all of your first year modules, it might be possible to apply to another university to start from the second year uh,
0: again. And you get to keep those credits from first year. That's amazing. That sounds um, good so far because the second part of this person's question was, what are my options now? And without me asking you to explain the options, you have already mentioned them, which is amazing. So thank you so much for doing that. Uh, Let's get into options. First thing you said, if they want to carry on into higher education, they can still do that because they, if that, but that depends on if they can keep the credits from the year before or not.
1: Um, Well, they can, you know, there's nothing to stop a student from applying to another university, uh, to clarify. Uh, Now, depending on whether they've been allowed by the university to keep their credits um, that they'd earned up until their their expulsion, they could potentially ask the other university if they can start from uh, the year in which they didn't finish. um, Or obviously, they could start again or do a different degree. That's the, the first thing. And one of the Um, I guess more straightforward ways of of doing that can be, you know, through the typical UCAS system or waiting until the clearing period. Yes. Um, Because obviously through clearing things can probably happen a lot quicker and that's probably the stage where universities have gaps to fill um, with regards to um, spaces on their programmes of
0: study. Amazing. So from what I'm getting from this is that even if you get expelled, you have you still have a chance at higher education, which is amazing to hear because this student is very concerned and anxious about whether they can still continue their studies in the UK because they are an international student. So it is kind of a risky situation. However, it's great to hear that there is support services available out there, especially at such as our Aston Student Union services. You are from the advice team. You guys deal with this issues these type of issues every day. However, there's another struggle that students feel. They don't know where to get support from. So they know that there's code available, but they don't know how to access it. So I would like you to tell our listeners about where can they find you.
1: Uh, absolutely. So um they can find us in Students Union building on the ground floor. Um, the welcome desk will greet you um, and direct you towards us. We have drop-ins from ten thirty until twelve thirty on weekdays. Um, but probably the best way to contact us is by email, um, and our email address is advice at aston. Um, and you know we normally reply to emails within no later than three working days. But normally, lot quicker, We normally get back uh, normally on the same day or. along those lines.
0: Can they also turn up at the door? Uh, Yes
1: so yeah we we have those drop-ins and even if they missed a drop-in they can come in and ask to book an appointment with an advisor as well but appointments can be booked by email um, as well and of course they can telephone uh, the service and our telephone number is 0121 204 4848
0: That's amazing. Thank you so much, Adrian, for coming out here today talking about expulsion, talking about collusion, talking about academic misconduct, and also talking about how can students get to you because that's one of the big issues that we face as students. They know that there is support because they keep hearing the words that, yes, there is support available, go seek it but no one's actually telling them where to come and get it from. So you've managed to do that successfully, so thank you so much for joining us today for that. Lastly, I would like you to say a few words and advise our students if they're going through a similar sort of situation. Uh, yeah,
1: I think the first thing is, uh, I probably mentioned before, but it's important to talk to somebody and rather than try to deal with it all by yourself, will be people out there such as our South Advice Service, who can help you map out your future. Um, obviously, you will have to be the one who makes the decisions. But an example would be, we've already spoken about the possibility of potentially continuing in higher education. Um, it could be the case if you decide that's not for you. Uh, there's careers and placements um, services that can give advice on uh, jobs, um, if that's what you want to go into. But there are options and probably one of the most important things is to try to understand, um, you know, you can't change the past but it's important to move forward and try to learn from our mistakes.
0: Yes, there we have it, the advice from the best advice person ever. You can't change the past, so you have to move on and keep your head up. So thank you so much for joining us in today's session and today's podcast. Hopefully, um, I will be trying to get Adrian back in again and answer more questions from students, because we had a lot of students telling us, you know, this is something that you should talk about. This is something you should talk about. So make sure you keep an eye on these podcasts and keep listening because your chance will come and we will end up discussing one of your topics too. Thank you again, Adrian. And hopefully I'll see you all in the next one.
1: Happy to have Thank you.